Welcome back to Plus Her, a Stepmom's Journeys podcast. I am your host, Anne Laurie Forbes, stepmom to two amazing boys. And on this podcast, I share my personal journey as well as the journey of other stepmoms to pass on lessons learned, tips, and any advice to all my fellow stepmamas out there. With every episode and every story shared, we aim to change the evil stepmom narrative. We want to get to know her, understand her, and appreciate her. Hey, stepmamas and truth seekers, it's Sunday morning, and if you're like me, you've got your cup of tea or coffee, and you're ready for the first episode of season two. So welcome. I am your lovely host, Anne-Laurie Forbes. I'm a wife to one, stepmom to two, stepmom advocate, and a source of encouragement while I'm truly figuring it out just like you. So let's start season two with a raw conversation with a fellow stepmom who is not afraid to keep it real. I am excited for you to listen to today's episode because it's a good story. So on this lovely Sunday morning, here is a treat from me to you. The story of stepmom and stepfamily coach Veronica Duram. Hi, Veronica. Hello, and thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you. It is a pleasure to have you. So let's dive right in. I usually like to start talking about the beginning of your journey. So tell me, how did it all start? I met my husband uh, six years ago, and uh, he would definitely be on my list, no, no, guys, because he didn't live in the same city, uh, plus he, he has a child. Somehow we click and I said, well, okay, I'm just going to go and try it and see how it goes. And yeah, we, we made it happen and uh, we've been married for two years because yeah, when we met, he was still going through uh, his divorce. So we went through all the divorce together. Then we got married a little bit later. And um, I have stepdaughter, which is uh, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And I met her when she was before she turned five. So we were waiting for a little bit before I met her officially and was introduced as her, you know, dad's girlfriend. Tell me a little bit about your initial thoughts and feelings about becoming a stepmom because you said that he would typically not be the type of guy you would go for because he had a child and that's not what you were used to. But when you you fell in love and this was it for you and you realize, oh, wait, that means I'm going to be a stepmom. What were your initial thoughts and feelings? The beginning, I was hoping, well, you know, kids usually like me. I like kids. So that should be easy. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) it's kind of naive, but there we go. Uh, But I think it was mainly because I know that I can do it with him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too worried about the, his child as much about him because before I met him, uh, I was on a date with a, with a single dad. And uh, I didn't know he was a single dad, but the way he was talking about his ex and the relationship they have, and uh, it was just so horrible. I thought, well, this guy is just not ready for any kind of relationship or if I would be dating him, I would be dealing with a lot of his anger. Mm-hmm. But I could see my husband, no, not my now husband, that, yeah, there was upset. There was still going, you know, they were going through divorce. So it wasn't peaceful. Or it wasn't 
you know, unicorns and rainbows, but he worked on himself. He, he worked on the relationship with his ex-wife now. So I know that I can make it with him. We want to talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you may have had to overcome at the beginning of your journey. Yeah, so I think one of the biggest, like looking back, my biggest issue was that I couldn't stand the the thought that I will be his second wife. And <laughs> yes, tell me about and, that. <laughs> yeah, oh, and I couldn't stand it. But I, for a really, really long time, and I like when I say really long time, I think probably it took good half a year um, of my life. I wasn't present it. I didn't see it. I, I just was always angry and I thought I was jealous of his ex-wife. But then I realized, hold on, I'm I'm confusing jealousy with envy. You know, they're completely two different feelings and emotions. And I realized that I envy envied her that she had the first wedding. She had the first child. And then I can't give it to him anymore. And <laughs> I couldn't stand it and I was making her wrong. Uh, whatever she did was wrong. <laughs> Anything in terms of co-parenting was her, you know, her problem or her fault because she was doing X, Y, Z, and I would never do it because if I would be his first wife, I would never allow this and that. And <laughs> you're being so honest. I love it. You're being so yeah, honest. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of laughing at it now, you know, looking back, how, how really stupid of me that was. But really, back then, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I felt ashamed. There was a sense of feeling shame that I'm not the first one, that, that people will look at him and say, well, he divorced before, he will divorce again. And and uh, I really loved what you said in one of your podcasts that that being a stepmom is like having a little dirty secret, <laughs> and it's exactly like that. I felt yeah, there was feeling ashamed that I'm the second one. So that was I think my biggest problem that making her wrong, no agree with her or no agreeing with the co-parenting or her parenting style. And it was just because I was insecure with myself, really. Mm -hmm. That is so real and honest. And I laugh and I'm laughing with you because (laughs) I was there as well, right? Um, And we can laugh about it now because there's been growth in our journey. And so we can look back and laugh at those silly little moments where we were so stuck on a little detail and not focusing on the bigger, not focusing on the bigger picture, but stuck on that little detail. So I want to be honest with you and tell you that for me, I also had similar feelings, but I found I found comfort in the fact that, okay, well, I won't be able to do, to have children with him first, but at least I am still his first wife. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest with you, I found comfort in that. I, I, I did, you know, and it was just my little way of, you know, trying to make myself feel better, right? Because like you said, we do have those feelings. So I want to ask you, how did you overcome that? And what would you say to a stepmom who is struggling with those same feelings? She's at the beginning of her journey. She is just stuck on this detail that she will never be his first. What would you say to her? 
the first probably would be, and that was a, one of the toughest conversation I had, was I decided that I wanted to know the good and bad about his first marriage. And I said, tell me the good parts, like when you were in love, because obviously you couldn't, you know, you had a child together or tell me the good bits and, and the bad bits. So it just helped me to see that, yeah, they were in love. Uh, they had a child, to, or they have child together. It helped me to see her in a different light or from different perspective. And then when I understood why they, they divorced or why they that the marriage failed, uh, it just was understanding that like, okay, A, there is no way that he's coming, you know, they will give it another go. Mm -hmm. But on and on on I just had to understand that and start to listen to him as well, like why he wants to be with me. Stop focusing on his past and start focusing on our relationship and our future. Because that doesn't really matter why the they marriage broke, you know, fail or ended on the end of the day. But knowing that they had a good times as well, it was a bit painful, to be honest, at the For beginning. Sure. But it was nice to hear it that uh, he doesn't see her as a, you know, a mistake or there was a good, they, they had a good time. And I think that's important for start seeing her as a another woman mm. and not his ex. Right. And start and start putting myself into her shoes as well. That made massive difference. Because suddenly I knew I realized that I didn't see her as a human being. I just saw her as his ex and some kind of enemy or competition or someone I have to be better than her, you know, some, yeah, there was this sense of competition that I have to be better. I have to prove everyone that I have, you know, our wedding will be better. Mm. Our, you know, I will have a better dress <laughs> 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 and things like that. And when I realized, no, they had a good time, they got married for a reason. And uh, I started seeing her as a, as a other woman that that's when it started shifted. But it took a lot of work. It, it took uh, some coaching and a lot of work from on myself. Of you... course, and that's what I was going to say. That one, it is is really brave of you to go and ask him. Hey, tell me everything that's good and everything that's bad. Tell me everything about your relationship. That is really hard because when he starts revealing the good parts, like you said, that's painful, right? And if you are not strong enough emotionally or you're not ready to hear that, that can make you go backwards into your development, to your self-development and your journey. So you have to be ready to, ready to hear everything and accept what he's going to say, the good and the bad. So that was really brave of you. The three main things that I got from what you just said is communication with your partner as one. Um, to start seeing the ex, you know, as a human being, as another woman, put yourself in her shoes to see what it is that she's experienced and not just looking at her like, you know, this huge monster, right? Because yeah. on the other hand, we don't want to be seen as the evil stepmom. So we have to extend that same grace to the ex as well, right? 
exactly exactly yeah i love that you said that we have we have to extend that same grace we don't like to be uh, misunderstood and labeled and so we have to extend that same grace and look at them from that perspective and there was a third one. Oh yes that you said let go of the past and focus on your future with your spouse mm-hmm. on moving forward so those were the three things thank you for sharing that wow that was so real <laughs> But that, that's some amazing advice for some moms who, would, who may be experiencing the same feelings that you were uh, at that time. So thank you for sharing that. So I want to talk a little bit about your stepdaughter. Once you accepted that you were going to be a stepmom, once you worked on those negative feelings and thoughts that you had, how did you move forward into bonding a relationship with your stepdaughter? I think we get on quite well from the beginning I think there was this testing period when when I remember when I met her and and uh, my husband left me with her in a in the same room alone for a little bit and she was just looking at me with this and she was four and something four and a half and she was just looking at me and you can see how her brain was working <laughs> and and I was like oh my god what is she saying about me like what, what's going on in her head right now um but I think there is a really important, like for me, it was important to just go with the flow with her and not pushing her to, in terms of you have to have, you know, kind of feelings for me or you have to love me or I have to love her. There was something that I thought that as a good stepmom, I should love my stepdaughter. And I didn't feel it for a while because. I thought that I have to love her like as like my own child because a lot of stepmoms out there saying, oh, I love my stepchildren like my own. And I was like, but I don't have it. I don't feel it. And it really stressed me because I thought that I'm failing or I will be terrible stepmom. And then, you know, it took me a while to figure out where is my, like what kind of role I want to have in her life. And uh, instead of like being parent figure or, you know, focusing on like being bonus mom or like extra mom in her life. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to figure it out who I want to be in her life. And definitely took some time to create a boundaries with her. So knowing that we need to respect each other. And I think that was, I think that was the only my thing that I was talking to my husband and I was like, she doesn't love, need to love me but she needs to respect me. Absolutely. And, and the, yeah. <laughs> and the same from my side, you know, I don't need to love her, but I need to respect her. And we, we created the, the only rules in the house. We have um, love, respect, and teamwork. And, uh, and it's just the respect is, I think it's really, really important. And it's not nothing like I ha- I'm bossy or I need, she needs to respect me as a, in a really harsh way but it's just yeah respecting each other and respecting each other boundaries and feelings and space and that took me a while a little bit to figure it out I guess (laughs) you know you're right you're not just going to dive right in and then just love your stepchildren and it comes with time and sometimes some stepmoms may not fully get there but I feel someone is a good stepmom not just because you love your children like they're your own but you constantly are trying to me that's a good stepmom you are intentional you are trying to do your best opposed to like oh i i have to love them and and forcing yourself because you can't force those emotions 
that no, the time. No, you absolutely can't because what happened to me actually with this forcing or making myself wrong for not loving her, it, I just created a little wall because I was so confused in terms of what I should be feeling and why I don't feel what other stepmoms are talking about. And uh, I was so confused with that. Then I stepped back and I, I, I just wasn't sure what to do. And then I, I went to my husband and I said, you know what, I, um, I don't think I love your daughter. Wow. And <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and he looked at me. You have the guts to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, had a, I learned to have a guts. And, 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 and he looked at me and I was like, what? I was like, let me explain. And I was like, you know, a lot of stepmoms are talking about this and how they love their stepchildren, but I'm not, I don't have it. I don't feel it right now. And I don't love her like my own, but I love her in my own way. And I like her in my own way. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, that's what is important. You know, it doesn't matter that, you know, nobody said you have to love her like your own because, you know, I'm now pregnant with my first baby. And how I could say I love her like my own if I don't have my own and I don't know the love, I haven't experienced the love yet. So I think for stepmoms, if you're out there and you feel confused and you feel like, oh, I don't love my stepchildren, I'm bad stepmom. No, you're not. Well, let's fast forward to now. So you're expecting. And by the time that this podcast episode will air, you will have your bundle of joy in your arms while you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> so congratulations on, you know, expanding the family. And like I said, by the time this airs, you will have your bundle of joy. So I'm already claiming that you will have a smooth and safe delivery. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so something that you brought up that is, uh, wow, it was eye-opening for me is saying, how can you love your stepdaughter as your own when you, at that time, you don't have your own, so you don't know what it's like. And that was very interesting because for me, I love my stepson. That's how I'm experiencing motherhood. I exactly. don't have any biological yeah. children. So that is, for me, this is like the greatest love in terms of like parenting, right? Because I don't have my own, but something that I shared in my, a previous episode or season one, sorry, that I shared in my podcast in season one is the fact that I'm a little nervous about expanding the family because I just don't know if it will change the way that I feel about my stepsons right now. I don't know how it will change the dynamics in our current family. I'm afraid of, I guess, realizing or coming to terms that it, it may not to be the same. Um, so am I overreacting? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're definitely not overreacting. I went exactly through the same process and still having these thoughts uh, you know, once in a while. And, and just one more thing I wanted to say when you said you, you, you love your stepsons you know, like your own, like every stepmom is different. So wherever I'm saying, like it's, it's my point of view and it's how I feel and it's exactly perfect. You know, it's absolutely okay and perfect yeah. that you feel that way. So we all feel differently and it's, everything is okay. You know, nothing is wrong or right. And um, it's just 
nice to know always that there is someone out there who feels the same way. <laughs> oh yeah, well, there's comfort in that for yeah. sure, knowing that we're not alone in our journeys. But yes, That's please it. tell me, oh. am I overreacting? What were no. your thoughts and your feelings? Because it is something that I am truly nervous about. I, I, I'm ready to expand the family, but I, I mean, I don't know. Is it going to change the way I feel about my stepsons? Tell me. Tell <laughs> I, so in terms of my stepdaughter, I had uh, so many what if, exactly like you said, like what if the things changes, you know, like what if I will stop loving them the way I stop love, you know, love them. And uh, I talked to my husband about it and, and it's like, what if I will push her away? What if I, you know, what if I will be overprotective over my child mm. and, and, and will be rude to her? You know, not intentionally, of course. And uh, and my husband just looked at me, just like, can you just stop overthinking that? And 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 it's like, well, that's easy to say. You know, you're talking to a pregnant woman, like that. That's not. <laughs> yeah, honestly, hello hormones. Yeah, hello hormones. Yeah. Uh, but what I what I think got into that that it's about talking to my stepdaughter. So she is done. So we kind of have a lot of conversations with her about it and I can have a conversations with her about and being honest that that's a you know there are different type of loves and and the same way that she loves her mom you know she doesn't love me the same way if she loves me you know or and that in a way she can't expect that I will love her the same way that I will love my child and it doesn't mean that I don't love her. It's just mean that the love is different. You know, if you think about it, we love our moms differently than we love our fathers. And, right. and we love our husbands differently than we love our in-laws. <laughs> you know? So there are so many different types of love. And I know that we, we just keep talking to, to my stepdaughter about that and uh, making sure that if she has any concerns or questions that we answer all of it the best possible way and um, I, I was definitely scared of pushing her away that you know once the hormones will kick in that I will push her away and I talked to my husband about it and I said you just need to you know keep an eye on me and if I will get just too much or or you know or like really just unhealthy overprotective over my child or pushing her away too much you need to come and tell me and talk to me because I may not see it. Mm -hmm. And in a way, like, I don't know what happened, but we, we agree on let's communicate. Let's be in communication about everything and all the time to just make sure that we don't hurt each other. And, and, you know, and not intentionally, but unintentionally, we can hurt each other. So um, he will be, he will hold you accountable and give you a reality check if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really good. No, that's really good. That's so honest. And, you know, it's good that you are, you've had that conversation with your husband. So you're receptive to when, you know, if that does happen, you've already had that conversation. You're open to him coming and checking you. And I, I, I share a lot with him about my triggers during a pregnancy as well. So I tell him what's going on so he can see how sometimes the triggers are completely ridiculous. Or, <laughs> and then he said, like, this is what you think? Or I had a one 
which when we, when we could start feeling the movements of the baby and I was like, oh, it'd be cool if she can, you know, feel the movements as well, the kicks. And there was a really brief moment when I had like, I don't want to touch my belly. I don't want her to touch me. And it was really brief. Wow, yeah. And, and then I just stopped myself. I was like, what was that, Veronica? That was weird. <laughs> wow. And, and I was like, what is your problem? And I was just asking myself, like, checking on me, like, why this even happened? And I don't know. I, it, it just instant something came and, and just told me, like, no, you don't want that. And it probably was some sort of silly moment or hormones or protective. And, and I let it go. And I said, it's just a stupid thing to, you know, to say or to think. And I called her when the baby was moving and I called her over and said, hey, hey, he's moving. Let's, you know, let's feel the kicks. But there, there are moments when just something just came over me. And I told my husband, exactly this is the reason you will have to check on me as well, because I have no idea what's going to come. I have to say, Veronica, you are the first stepmom that I am speaking to specifically about this topic, expanding the family that has been so honest and raw about it. You really are. Because what you are telling me, Mike, the worries and the thoughts and the feelings that I have, and you're being honest about, you know, what really happens, (laughs) the thoughts that could really go through your mind. It's nice to know that I mean, I, I don't know. Not that it's nice to know that I would have negative feelings, but just knowing that it's okay. My feelings, it, it's valid. Whatever it is that I go through, whatever it is that I may experience when it is that time for me, going to be valid. And for me to just communicate with my husband and let him know, hey, you need to give me a reality check in case I need it. But I have to say that you are really one of the first moms who has been so bold, raw, and honest about your feelings when it comes to expanding your family. Because I know that it's a beautiful moment. A, a baby's a blessing, obviously. I know that it also helps to connect everyone in the family. You feel like the family's more cool. I know all of that, but I definitely needed to talk about the negative feelings. So thank you so much for reassuring me, honestly. No, no, thank you. And, and I'm really, I always said that it, my honesty with, but in my stepmom journey always paid off because there was always some stepmom comes and, and said like, I would never dare say this out loud, but I feel that way. And there are things when I could feel ashamed or I could feel like I can't say it out loud because it's just a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not a horrible thing if you feel that way. And if the triggers are real and it's upsetting you, then it's important to talk to someone you can trust. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be your husband or your partner. You can be friend and just say, hey, I had this horrible, horrible thought. <laughs> but, <laughs> but just, you know, or find another stepmom and just talk to her about that. Yeah. For me, I know that there are some things, some thoughts, you know, I feel horrible sometimes when some of these thoughts Um, come to my mind. But once I share it with my husband, no matter how painful it may be, or I share it with another fellow stepmom, it's liberating because it's off my chest. That heaviness is off my chest. I said what I had to say, how I feel, and I can just move on. Okay, how do I move on from here? 
and I just let it go. So I really appreciate your, your honesty. And so now I want to dive into your coaching business. Just mm-hmm. as you just said that, you know, it's sometimes it's good to talk to somebody else other than your spouse, um, of course, or maybe another fellow stepmom. There are now resources out there and like step parenting coaches and you are one of them. And so I want to talk a little bit about your coaching business. When I looked into your coaching, I read that your purpose is helping women and couples turn their struggles into victory. And I absolutely love that. So I mean, how do you help couples achieve that? What's your approach when it comes to coaching? First, I would say never wait for your partner to, for the coaching or therapy or wherever you, you fancy, whatever approach you want to take. If you know, if you are a stepmom or you have a trouble in a relationship, like don't wait and do a couple session. Just go for yourself as well, because I work with many stepmoms and. Uh, and they said, like, my partner is not ready yet. And it's like, and that's that's perfectly okay. You can inspire him later on mm-hmm. with your journey. And uh, with the stepmoms, it, it's really different. It's, it's actually interesting because they always come and uh, they said, oh, I, but they have troubles with the stepchildren or the ex-wife. And then we start talking and we start, I start my coaching and most like 99% of time we end up with a coaching just one-to-one with the stepmoms because there is a lot of things going on but she thinks or she believes that her main problem are the kids or the ex-wife that's that's really, I, I find it really interesting because most of the time we go and we, we take that you can't really have a healthy relationship with someone if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself. Ooh, and that's a truth bomb right there. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or you can't you can't expect someone respecting you in that particular relationship if you don't respect yourself in that particular relationship. It's hard to hear and hard to work on sometimes, but. I've, I've done it. I've done it myself. I didn't respect myself and my boundaries in my relationship with my husband because I just was so confused and before we got married, obviously. But I had to work on myself first before I could go and make a changes in, with the stepchildren or with the ex-wife. So first, we always focus on the relationship you have with yourself. And that includes, you know, uh, learning really great communication skills. It could be creating healthy boundaries for yourself, respecting yourself and loving yourself the way that it actually gets you into the position when you can create a solid foundation for your relationship. So you're saying like there's underlying, there's underlying factors. It's not just what may seem to be obvious, like, oh, his ex or the children, but there's always some underlying factors that need to be worked on. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we, we, have, we all have a triggers. We all get angry. Uh, we all feel some sort of level of resentment uh, towards someone or ourselves. But it's important to know, like, why is this happening? Like, what is underneath that? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't just go and hate someone. Or you don't just go and, and being angry all the time. There's something, why are you angry? Because anger is secondary feeling. It's a reaction mm. to something else. 
and and you know a lot of them are like oh i'm angry all the time and we have to break it down why she's angry it's important to you know go and deep inside you and your mindset and your thoughts and your feelings because that's something i had to do myself as well when i was talking about being the second wife it had nothing to do with the ex right yeah that's your own insecurities that you were battling yeah, it was all my mess i i created you know same with the resentment uh, a lot of stepmoms coming and they're like we don't feel supported you know or they go as i, I feel ignored or a lot of the times i hear uh, i've been forced into certain situations or i've been forced to do xyz or i gave up xyz for my blended family I'm working with my clients on, okay, you need to stop. And I'm like, no, you, nobody forced you. You gave them permission. Right. Could it also, because you did mention respecting your own boundaries. So could it also be that that person did not respect their own boundaries and allowed themselves to get into that situation? Uh, absolutely. Because one of the things that people believe that are you creating boundaries for other people? So they will respect it, but actually we we creating boundaries for ourselves, and then we know where we stand. You know, I know where what is okay and what is not, right. and I know if someone crossed the boundary, I will let them know they did it. Because mm. you can't just go and give papers to you know handing out the papers to people. It's like these are my boundaries in our relationship, and you need to behave. <laughs> Here are the rules. <laughs> respect them. Yeah. <laughs> You need to you need to have a voice and 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 speak up and being stand for yourself. So if you don't have the boundaries and you, if you don't respect your own boundaries, that's when things start being like oh I gave up or they forced me or you know things like that, which is not not really true. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, why do I feel like I just had a counseling session with you? <laughs> Because as you're talking, I'm just thinking about my journey and I'm thinking about myself and my marriage and, you know, and I'm like, hey, maybe this and this, like you're, you're definitely making me think that I'm forgetting that we're, we're doing a podcast here. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, no, it's, it's amazing. Okay. So you've shared already uh, some great advice, but I do want to ask you, uh, what are a few tips or maybe one or two that you can share with stepmoms or couples, I guess, of a blended family mm -hmm. who's struggling with external factors or internal factors that may be affecting the blending process of the family? Mm -hmm. So I think we'd be talking about a couple, but that applies for just stepmoms as well. It's you need to understand that you and your partner is creating the foundation of the blended family. Not the kids, not the ex, you two are creating the foundation. So you need to be clear on, you know, how do you want to handle things or where do you stand? You need to have each other bags, uh, make sure that no matter what the life or the ex-wife or the kids throw at you, you will be somehow able to process it or deal with it. And it may take time, it may never be all, you know, perfect, but knowing that you two are the foundation, not the kids. Wow. See, once again, this is therapy for me. This is 
<laughs> this is therapy for me because, you know, I've been looking at it wrong and I've been, you know, trying to change my perspective on it, but I've definitely been looking at it wrong because I've been looking at it like there's already a foundation there, right? My husband was a single father for so many years and I always look at it like there's already a foundation there and now I'm coming in and trying to fit in. But you're saying that no, him and I create the foundation moving forward. 100%, 100%, because the foundation you are creating is setting up the example for your stepsons, you know, stepchildren. Mm-hmm. It's creating uh, the home feeling, you know, that, that they can see that this relationship is working because they already saw their parent not to go through that. So they can see that, okay, they are working there. They are respecting each other. They have each other back no matter what. No, no matter how how big tantrum we throw, or mm-hmm. <laughs> they are still on the same page. So for me, it's definitely the couple is the foundation, and and then you start creating and building up on this foundation, and uh, it's much easier afterwards. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell my husband that Veronica Durham just added years to our marriage because now <laughs> I'm seeing it differently. <laughs> And this might just help us <laughs> move forward. So thank you for that. It's so funny because my other question was going to be tips that you may have to help uh, couples who's not on the same page, but you already just answered that. Okay. So to tie all of this back to your personal story, tell me how has coaching other blended families that moms helped you along your journey? Oh, it helped me to, to see that not just me, but we are all more than just stepmoms. Mm. And it helped me realize that, yes, my blended family is important and uh, and it means a lot to me, but I need to focus on myself as well. And you know how they always said that you have to put the, the, the mask in the airplane. You have to put it on yourself first, first before you yes, start helping help others. First. So it definitely helped me to understand I'm much more than stepmom. Mm-hmm. and reconnect with myself and who I was before I became stepmom. And it helped me with communication, definitely. It was just still seeing stepmoms making the mistakes I was making in the past. I said, ah, that's interesting. You know, I've been doing that as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, oh, I'm doing it again. So just seeing that it's outgoing pro- process yeah. It, it's never ending. You know, our lives is changing just as now we'll be, we'll be adding a baby to the family. Mm-hmm. So again, there's new steps, new things, new challenges. Right. And it just made me really realize that I can't stop working on my relationship. That's beautiful. You know what? We should have you back on here, maybe six months after the baby's here. And we can have a different conversation because like you said, that will bring its own um, different challenges or different dynamic to the family. And I would love to hear how you're adjusting to that. And I would love to get some more truth bombs from you, (laughs) some real honest truth bombs from you. So we should definitely do this again, maybe in like six months time. (laughs) I'm happy to do that. Yeah, I'd be happy to be back and talk to you again. (laughs) Yeah, that would be amazing. Okay, so to conclude, plus her journey, it's all about sharing the real stories of stepmoms and of course uh, changing the evil stepmom narrative that we have grown accustomed to so in your opinion what can we do to change that evil stepmom narrative i think it will go back to 
work on yourself and be true to yourself. And I think with the way we show up as a stepmoms, it will help people to understand that there's nothing wrong about being a stepmom and there's nothing bad about it. There are obviously some conversation which or titles or labels that some stepmoms should stop using because it's just how I said before, I had to start seeing the ex-wife as a human, as the other woman. So we should be doing that as well. Just talk about it. Just talk about, you know, don't be scared to, to acknowledge, yeah, I'm stepmom, you know, and no, I'm no homewrecker. Just talk about it, share it and be open and, and, and have fun, have fun with your family. Mm, I love that. That's beautiful. You know, we have to accept ourselves. Okay. So before I let you go, tell our listeners, where can they connect with you and find you if they're looking into your services? Perfect. So you can find me on Instagram as a step in mom, or you can find me anywhere as a Veronica Daram. I do have a podcast as well, which is the step in mom podcast. When you go step in mom, you will find me somehow. Perfect. Okay. Well, Veronica, I want to thank you for your time with me today. I want to thank you for your willingness to share your story with us. And I told you before, I really appreciate your vulnerability and your honesty. It's refreshing. It's raw. It's real. And and I'm sure that your story will be a source of hope and inspiration for a fellow stepmom. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I, I really hope that wherever I said will help help someone out there and make a difference. I just have this feeling that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Show me some love. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And spread the love with another stepmom by sharing this episode with her. You just never know. This might be the encouraging word she needed to hear. And lastly, let's stay connected. Check me out at Plus Her Journey on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, be blessed.